Entrepreneur on Fire 471. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Whether you're starting a business or looking to protect your family, LegalZoom has award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country who can help. Visit LegalZoom.com today. Enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Are you a small business owner wanting to look big time for your clients? Go to evoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Paul Jarrett. Paul, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. All right. Paul is the co-founder and CEO of Bulu Box. Working from New York City to San Francisco, Paul has launched million-dollar brands like Nebo and Campaigns for Lowe's. As vice president of marketing and executive board member for Complete Nutrition, Paul built a department of 10, trained dozens of franchisees, managed over a dozen vendors, and positioned the brands in a saturated market. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Paul, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Hi. Well, thanks, first of all, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Awesome to be on the show. Um, You know, I'm I'm a pretty basic uh, Midwestern guy. Um, Grew up in Nebraska Midwest, played football at uh, Iowa State University. The Hawkeyes. No, 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 no. The the Cyclones. (laughs) Those are our arch, our arch rivals. That's there. right. So I uh, played football there in the scholarship. When I was done, traveled, had jobs in New York City, had jobs in San Francisco. Um, kind of in the back of my mind, always had this entrepreneurial thing going on and, and thought that I would, um, you know, kind of teach myself by learning at different places and, um, you know, learning that there always to, to learn about the business world and um, found out or, or decided that I probably should have just took the jump a lot sooner into becoming an entrepreneur. It took me to the age of 31 to do it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty standard, uh, Midwest guy. Um, as far as our company, my wife is actually my co-founder. Uh, my wife and I came up with the idea for Bulu Box, um, while running just after completing the San Francisco half marathon. I wish I could say, uh, <laughs> the full mar- the full marathon, but it was the half we were training for it. Um, I had uh, uh, after I was done playing college football, I got up to about three hundred and seven pounds. I used vitamins and supplements to help me lose over a hundred pounds. I was starting to run half marathons um, and really using supplements to keep a healthy body and to lose weight. And basically, the concept of Bulu Box is pretty simple. Uh, for ten dollars a month, our subscribers receive four to five premium vitamin and supplement samples. They get those samples. They get to try um, different things to discover what works for best for them and their body. And then they can come back to bluebox.com and make a full-size purchase. And um, if they give us, you know, the more they tweet us, like us, share um, information about Bluebox, fill out surveys about the products that they sampled, we give those folks, our subscribers, rewards points. So not only can they um, you know, try things out before they buy them, but we also incentivize them with rewards points for giving feedback and they can save um, tons of money on making a full-size purchase of a product on our website. 
Well, I can say without reservation, Paul, that I am one satisfied customer of Boohoo Box because when somebody on behalf of your company contacted me about the possibility of bringing you guys on Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, typically I can just go to the About Me page and kind of read up about the potential applicants and the potential interviewee and make a decision. But I was like, hmm. I think I need to try this out before I actually make my decision. And of course, your company's like, oh, yeah, we'll send you out a box. And next thing yeah. I knew, we had a box and I was tearing through it. I'm like, Kate, this is great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen your product in action, Paul. It's everything you say and more. And I'm a big fan of the mentality and the sharing aspect of it. So a lot of great things we're going to dive into. But before we do, we start every interview off here, Paul, with a success quote, because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Yeah. So we have one, it's not so much a quote, but it's just a saying that we have here in the office. It's plastered all over the walls. It's in our vernacular. Um, it's in every day in meetings. Um, and it's just simply the saying of be fearless. And uh, we kind of live and, and, and die by that rule, I guess. And um, I think it's something important. Most entrepreneurs have, but as a company culture, I think it's important for everybody to have that mentality of, you know, be fearless. So um, at one point we were, we were going to use kind of the quote of, uh, you know, fail harder, but I didn't like having the word failure in, in any sort of language. <laughs> so yeah, we really, um, you can, you can hear it all through the walls of Bulu Box. It's that, that fearless, be fearless mentality. Well, tell us a recent story, Paul, because we love stories. When have you been fearless and how has that worked out? Either good or bad. It's, it's always a positive. Actually, right now, as a company, we have kind of two really big things going right now. We're, um, I, I don't know how much I can say, so I'll, I'll um, legally, I need to, to watch myself. But um, <laughs> well, this is uh, not releasing until February third, if that helps. Okay, okay. So we're we're raising our second round of capital. So by the time this airs, we should be in a good spot. Um, cool. But while you're negotiating with potential investors, um, you have to be fearless. You know, when whether you're pitching, whether you're negotiating, no matter what you're doing, you you truly have to have that that fearless mentality um, because it, it can get rough out there, you know, negotiating with, <laughs> with people that do this for a living. So I would say, you know, that's, that's the number one thing that I have to constantly remind myself through this fundraising process, which is uh, incredibly uh, challenging, but also incredibly rewarding. And uh, the second thing, you know, our, our big season is, is January, February, March. That's a big um, uh, sales season for the vitamin supplement health Kind of New Year's resolution, baby. Exactly, exactly. So we've had to just with promotions and the way that we're positioning our brand. You know, we we never played it safe, and so um, you know, just having that fearless mentality from our marketing to everybody just prepping for that January, February, March season. And um, I, I'd say as a company, you know, we're we're really in the middle of that since November, December. Just that fearless mentality of really attacking the new year. I love that mentality, Paul. And let's use that fearlessness, that type of mentality as we really turn the spotlight onto your journey because you're our guest today, Paul. And that's what we do here at Entrepreneur on Fire. We talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. And you started at 31. You actually got a year head start on me. I started at 32 years old. Okay. I also wish I had started earlier, but you know, <laughs> what can you do? Yep. But um, let's talk about a time in your journey, Paul, when you failed, when you fell flat on your face. We've all been there. We've all done that. But tell us that story, Paul. Really take it down to the ground level. Take us there with you and then share with us the lessons you learned. 
I feel like I have the uh, PC version of failure of what I should say. But as you were, as you were saying it, I just had like the sudden rush of um, a situation that I went through at a previous company, actually. And, you know, when, when you're asking the question, I immediately thought of Blue Box. But actually, I think one of the biggest times, one of the biggest learning experiences I had of failure was working for another company. Um, so if you don't mind, that's the one I'd like to share with you. I love how you just set that up. Take it away. Yeah, yeah. So I was working um, for a company, and I will use names. It's called Complete Nutrition. Um, it was a fantastic. I mean, it is truly where I learned about the vitamin and supplement industry. It's where I was inspired by co-founders to actually start a business. I, I owe, I owe the uh, founders of Complete Nutrition so much. They're just really, um, from the founders to the franchisees at Complete Nutrition, they're really what kind of inspired me and, and, you know, gave me the entrepreneurial bug. But, um, we were, um, more or less setting up our digital online um, marketing and advertising. We had kind of always been this ground level marketing, um, direct mail, et cetera. And we really decided to, to dive into the digital world full speed ahead. And um, I, I believe that I could have did a better job communicating to um, the people that I was reporting to um, who were the CEO and, and the president of how expensive it was actually going to be to execute the promotions um, digitally and how long-term it, you know, there wasn't really a upfront return quickly, but over time um, there was going to be some great returns is what we, what we saw. And um, bottom line is we launched the promotion. We spent, or we launched the marketing, the digital marketing, we'll call it. Um, and it was incredibly expensive and we knew it was going to be incredibly expensive. Um, and a few, it, it was less than a month in, um, our basically CEO and president pulled me aside and said, look, we're, we're not going to do this anymore. Um, this isn't working. Um, it's incredibly expensive. We don't feel like you explained to us how expensive that this was going to be. Um, and just the return of it, you know, didn't hold out. And I said, look, guys, like, hold on another couple weeks. I promise you it's going to return. And um, we did that. And, and frankly, there was no big return on it. And um, before the ball could kind of get rolling with marketing, we had spent an incredible amount of money. So bottom line is, you know, in my position as the VP of marketing, I spent a whole bunch of money and we had little to no return on it. And I fully expected to uh, go into the CEO's office and get fired like most VPs of marketing and most marketing directors do. And, uh, you know, I, I owned up to it. I said, look, here's what I thought was going to happen. Here's what happened. I understand if we don't want to keep doing this marketing, this, uh, this kind of digital plan, I fully believe that it will work, but it's going to take much longer than I anticipated. And um, CEO just kind of looked at me and, and said, so you messed up? And I looked at him and I said, I messed up big time. And, he, and, and I was waiting for it to come and he looked at me and he goes, okay, don't do it again. <laughs> and I kind of looked up and, and he said, and I said, that's it? And he goes, yeah, that's it. And that was the biggest turning point, I think, when I, you know, there was kind of that, that time when I was going to start operating 
you know, in fear. And I could have became a vice president of marketing or just a marketing corporate guy. And I would have operated in fear, you know, because I never wanted to be in that situation again. But what it allowed me to do was to step back, to learn at what I did, to not be fearful of my mistakes and give me the confidence and the takeaways from the, ultimately the takeaways from that digital marketing plan that completely failed, we learned so much from it. And we were able to use that knowledge in other areas of marketing and really succeed. So I was able to see how the how failing, we still learned a lot. And we were able to utilize that information in other places. And ultimately, long term, it helped our sales exponentially. And um, just having that that coaching and that that person that was okay with failure and allowed me to utilize that, you know, to to get better and to be a better marketer. Um, that was all the difference in the world. And and I really think if I would have went into his office, explained what happened, and he said, "Okay, you know, you got two weeks, you're out of here," um, I would be a completely different person than the person that I am today. So. Wow. I mean, that's a fascinating story, Paul. And it brings to mind a recent article that I was just reading in Inc. And it was about a venture capitalist who invested in an entrepreneur with this product. And the product absolutely bombed. And the investor lost $18 million. Wow. And then that investor again, funded that same entrepreneur's next project. And the writer of the article is like, why would you ever fund this guy again? And the investor goes, hey, I just invested $18 million in this guy's education. You think I'm going <laughs> to let him go away now? And that's a great mentality. And it sounds yeah. like your CEO had a very similar mentality that, hey, Paul gets it now. He learned a lot. Our company learned a lot. Why would I bring some new person in to make the same mistakes all over again? Like we're past this now. Let's drive forward. So it's a great lesson for you, Paul, a great lesson for all of Fire Nation. Thanks for sharing that. And hey, let's not hesitate, man, because we're on a roll. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum because man, you share with us that jarring, unexpected failure that you didn't even know you're going to be talking about just five minutes before you started talking right. about it. Let's talk about an aha moment now. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. Take us there, Paul. Tell us that story and the steps you took to turn that idea into a success. Immediately, what comes to mind is um, this aha moment of we actually needed to stop doing something. Okay. Um, and, and, and I think all many times with entrepreneurs, we're always... Um, just adding things on and, and, and doing, trying to do more and working late hours and just adding, adding, adding. But, um, I was challenged by a group of entrepreneurs, a group that I meet with. Um, it's called Pipeline Entrepreneurs. I was challenged to, uh, uh, put, create a business canvas for our business. Um, and I've done, you know, business plans. Um, pitches, you know, different decks, business models, pro formas, you name it. You know, I've done all of those things and um, was constantly challenged by these folks to, to actually create a business canvas. Um, if anybody isn't familiar, I encourage you, you can just Google business canvas. There's plenty of forms online. It's um, um, an interesting exercise. But yeah. after, after going through the exercise, um, something really came. Uh, our company basically makes money through our subscriptions, through our e-commerce sales, 
And then we kind of had this interesting arm that we would work with companies and develop promotions with them. Um, and we would essentially sell those promotions. So if a company wanted to tweet about a product or if they wanted us to do a product videos or, or talk about different elements of their product, we would work with them kind of like a magazine would and create those promotions. Um, when we really did the business canvas and when we really started looking at things, it was painfully apparent how much time that it took to work with companies to develop promotions, um, how it just wasn't in the core business strategy of what we were. And then also um, what the opportunity for uh, what the dollar amount opportunity was within it. And, um, you know, in essence, we kind of have this business that's B2C customer facing, we're constantly um, selling subscriptions, selling e-commerce and and kind of pushing out to, to potential customers and subscribers. And then we had this weird arm where we were reacting to brands and to, you know, large companies, these power bars and cliff bars and trying to work with them as a service company. And when you're only about seven people strong, um, that didn't work out at the time. Right. And so, um, you know, although it's really great margin, um, you know, to sell a promotion, um, you know, and it's really great revenue and it's, it's can be a lot of, you know, cash, frankly, a lot of revenue. Um, you know, we, after talking with a team and then looking, um, at this business canvas, I said, I looked at our, my co-founder and, and our CFO and I said, we need to stop doing this. And everybody kind of looked cross-eyed at each other, especially, especially our CFO. And, uh, you know, when you tell a CFO you're going to stop doing things, that's something that's bringing in a lot of revenue. There's always that, uh, that curious look on their face. <laughs> um, you know, and then I went to and talked to some investors and advisors. And truth be told, you know, some of our investors, you know, were, were really against it. And some of our advisors kind of understood it. But I really felt it was a decision that, um, you know, I was 100% convinced of. But I feel like, you know, the next person that I convinced was, you know, co-founder and a few people uh, within Bulu Box that were, you know, probably maybe about 60% convinced. And uh, we ended up doing it. You know, I did, one of the few times I kind of slammed my fist on the table and said, we're doing it. I don't care what it, you know, we're going to, we're going to be fearless. We're going to do this and we're going to stop selling promotions. And um, immediately it was really through a wrench into everything, but almost within 48 hours, we saw how much time that freed up internally. And I think there was this collective, you know, three weeks after the decision was made, this collective aha moment of, wow, we really didn't realize how much time that we were spending on these promotions and on this revenue stream. And really, when you started to look at it on paper and time spent, it wasn't, you know, um, it really wasn't worth it. So it's great to have, um, a potential revenue arm in the future that we can exploit and that we can use and grow. Um, but yeah, I would say really it was that aha moment of, you know, I kind of made the decision out on my own and, and felt a little, you know, frankly, a little bit scared <laughs> about the decision. Um, but afterwards there's this collective aha and, and our numbers, I mean, it, it was incredible how much that positively impacted all of our other numbers. You know, we didn't have to worry about tracking the metrics with it. We didn't have to worry about follow-ups and it just really, um, I don't think there was, I don't think there's any mistake in that within, uh, I think it's about within about 60 days of that, 
we started doing over a hundred K in revenue month after month. And I think it's, you know, it's, that was a huge part of why we were able to do that. Wow. So Paul, let's step back here. Cause there was just so much gold within that entire aha experience that you had. If you would just want Fire Nation, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, the small business owners that are listening right now to walk away with one takeaway, what would that be? Focus on what your core and what you're good at. Um, focus on something specific and um, don't waste your time um, on things that you aren't good at or that aren't working. You know, Focus on your strengths. Paul, do you know what the acronym for focus is? I, I don't. Follow one course until success. It's my favorite word, my favorite acronym. It. We bring it up as often as possible. Whenever a guest gives me the opportunity to bring it up, I do. So <laughs> Fire Nation, say it with me, focus. So Paul, let's bring things to present time because man, you do have a lot of exciting things going on. At the beginning of the interview, you shared a couple things that are really exciting you right now. So right before we hit the lightning round, let's share with Fire Nation just one thing that's really got you fired up today. Kind of back to what I said earlier, we're closing our, our second round of capital and we have some real uh, heavy hitters, some great experienced people that are coming in. I think we laid an incredible foundation with our team that we have now and um, uh, we're bringing in people, um, you know, I call them uh, um, uh, just people with a little bit more experience than we have. You know, I think we have a great set of entrepreneurs, but I'm really excited to bring in people to learn from. So um, I think too many times entrepreneurs are scared to bring in, you know, people that are smarter than they are at, at a specific task or a specific thing. But I'm really excited. I think uh, um, 2014 is really going to be our year, and and uh, bringing in those people to help us out, I'm I'm incredibly excited about. Wow. Well, Paul, 2014, I have no doubt will be a banner year for Bulu Box. So congratulations in advance of what will be a great year. Thanks, man. And we're going to take a minute now to thank our sponsors. I know nowadays it seems like all of our communication, <clears throat> I know nowadays it seems like all of our communication is done online. Need to ask someone a question? Just post it on their Facebook page. Looking to plan a meetup? Just send them an email. But believe it or not, there are several situations when a phone line is helpful. And I don't mean just for text messages. While email and Facebook notifications are the norm, sometimes what would take 10 minutes to try to explain via an email would only take you one minute to say over the phone. That means time and therefore money is being saved. Don't have time to be on the phone all day? I get it. Neither do I. But that's okay. You don't have to with a business phone number from eVoice. Call routing and voicemails do still exist, you know? Interested in learning how you can make the power of a business phone line work for you? Go to evoice.com and enter FIRE at checkout for $5 off every month forever. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. New year, new strategies, new goals, new business. Don't start 2014 out with a bunch of unnecessary stress. All you have to do is plan a little. All businesses start somewhere, right? I know, there are several boxes to check first, but I have some great resources to help you out along the way. One of the most important things that you can do when you're first starting out is to follow your business paperwork and take a look at trademarks. I know just a partner who can help. 
LegalZoom. LegalZoom has been around for over 12 years, and they can help start and maintain businesses with incorporation and LLC filings, trademarks, and copyrights. Don't worry. LegalZoom will be there to help you from start to finish. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. For even more savings, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. If you're a parent or entrepreneur, then visit LegalZoom.com and protect what's yours. And this is just a perfect segue, Paul, to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning rounds. Because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'll try my best to blow some minds. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I didn't trust myself. Mm. What is the best advice you've ever received? Probably uh, from my father, and it was simply quit your... (laughs) (laughs) Great advice from Pops. Maybe I should say stop whining. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. So can you share one of your personal habits, Paul, that you believe contributes to your success? I'm the guy that's not afraid to ask questions. Um, I'm not afraid to, you know, a big group of entrepreneurs. If there's a presentation, I'm the guy that'll raise my hand and entrepreneurs need to be like that. They need to be okay with um, sounding a little bit silly because it's a lot of what we're doing is new. Um, And there's one other thing that has had an incredible impact on me, my ability to, to sleep and mentally focus. And, and I, I'm going to sound like one of these, these groupies and this is really polarizing, but I started CrossFit this year. Whoa. Yeah. And it's been, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, I started a health and fitness company and my, I just didn't have any time to work out and got in really bad shape. And, um, I did this CrossFit thing. I finally was talked into it by some friends. I was, you know, I was the anti CrossFit guy and I, <laughs> and, and I started doing it and, uh, it's just that right level of competition and positive vibes. And, uh, it's been incredible. It's shocking how much just working out, has had a positive impact. And it's something that you know, but it was the first time in my life where I stopped working out for about a year. And then, uh, you know, I, I got back into it and, and really realized how much of a positive impact that, that that daily activity does for you. Hey, I love talking about CrossFit on this show. About six months ago, I brought up the fact that I was starting CrossFit. The next day, I had an email from the head of marketing at Reebok who listens. And he's like, let me send you out a pair of CrossFit Nanos. And I said, as long as you can send out a pair for me and my girlfriend, Kate, because she'll be pissed. And so the next day, two pairs of Nano CrossFits arrived at our doorstep. And we've been wearing them happily ever since. Nice, nice. Well, I just spent a whole bunch on my uh, wife's, uh, my wife and co-founder Christmas gifts. So uh, she's she has a fresh pair of nanos uh, coming. But nice. Yeah. Well, start Great a podcast gear. and maybe you'll get them for free. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I so, love Paul, it. do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with? That you can share with our listeners. Yeah, there's there's two software programs that I use that I really like, and surprised not a lot of more people use them. Um, there's uh, a program called Skitch. It's actually by Evernote, um, but it's you can take screenshots and edit your screen and email them. And Skitch is great. Um, Live Plan is also um, uh, been great for just developing a business plan, developing a scoreboard metrics. Um, Squiggle is another great, it's a remote working tool. 
Uh, Squiggle has been really awesome to, uh, we have a few people working remote. Um, so that's been a great tool. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to these three resources and everything else that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Paul Jarrett. And Paul, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I just started a book and I like the content of it. I may, might not necessarily be sold on the entire book, but, but the gist of what it is is great. And it's called The Four Agreements. And I believe the author is Miguel Ruiz, something like that. Um, but it's a real short, great read. And it's just about, you know, how to be kind of a, a better person all around. And I think it's a fantastic, has some really simple, fantastic stuff in it. And I really like that book right now. And I think it's a good read for all entrepreneurs. Awesome. Well, Fire Nation loves great reads and they also love audio. So Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Paul, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I think I would find the nearest school, college or university, and I would say uh, I'd grab, a, grab all the uh, development talent I can, and I'd say uh, we're going to have pizza and beer for the next seven days and come up with a concept and with an app, and we're going to have a working model, a working prototype by the end of the seven days. Boom. I want to be part of that party, Paul. (laughs) And I have truly enjoyed listening to your journey, Paul. And Bulu Box's trajectory is inspiring to every listener. I have no doubt. Share with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Go to bulubox.com and go to our About Us page. And uh, I'm pretty easy to find on there. And also uh, on Twitter, it's just at Paul Jarrett. And um, I'd say, if anything, I, I spend a little bit too much time going back and forth with people, but I love it. I love, uh, I think it's a thing all entrepreneurs have. They want to help each other out and they want to see other people succeed. So Awesome. Well, Paul, give us one parting piece of guidance. I'm, I'm going to go back to it. Be fearless. Be fearless, baby. I love when themes develop, Paul, and Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Paul in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. Paul, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John. Fire Nation, are you in a mastermind? How about joining hundreds of fellow podcasters who can help you navigate iTunes, Adobe Audition, and other programs that you might be struggling with? Podcasters Paradise has it all. And in addition to an amazing community of over 350 podcasters, Paradise offers you all the video tutorials, tools, and resources you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Come check out one of our live webinars at podcastersparadise.com. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 